You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there. Get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the Smart Building Suite. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And uh, unfortunately today, my co-host Jennifer Evans-Laycock cannot make it, but just the same, you're in for a treat. Today is the second part of a three-part series on how to optimize for Google, an article written by my guest and colleague, Stepforth Web Marketing, Scott Vanak. Welcome, Scott. Hey, how are you doing today? Ah, it's good. Enjoying the snow. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> yeah, we're not like our Florida cohorts here. We're, 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 in, we're deep in it, so oh well. Uh, okay, well, today... Today, uh, well, I guess actually in part one, we discussed choosing keywords and website optimization techniques. Today, we're going to get into link building and the benefits of using the Google Webmaster Tools. So, links, touchy topic sometimes. Uh, certainly not the easiest thing to, to uh, build. Um, I know uh, in my company, whenever anyone had to do link building, it was like pulling teeth, and I can't blame them. It's not a lot of fun. At least reciprocal link building wasn't. Thank God that is no longer quite as powerful. So, Scott, what do you think today is how, – how should people be building links today? Well, you know, there's so many different ways you can build links. And like you said, you can touch on reciprocal link building, paid links, articles, press releases. Uh, and I'm, we'll touch on all of this stuff, but there are a number of different ways. And But, you know, the, the really important key issue is keeping it relevant. If your links are not relevant, 
they're well, you know, they may still help you a little bit, but they're not going to do you a lot of good. Uh, for example, if you have a bakery, you certainly don't want a link from a car dealership website. It's just not going to help you. You want links from other bakeries and you know a flower wholesaler and I don't know whatever. Um, so relevance is definitely key, and uh, uh, but there's certainly a number of ways you can go about getting those links. Yeah, I've always I kind of likened it to, um, you know, if you have a, if you have links. Well, first of all, let's just think of reciprocal links. Let's touch on that quickly. Um, that was a lot of what people were doing, and and it was to some degree it was the easiest way to get them because you could go to people and just say, here, give me a link, I'll give you a link. Um, obviously, that was pretty weak. And Google, being this, the the search engine it is, uh, made out well pretty much could figure out that that was not working right, right. That was people pretty much trying to manipulate its algorithms. So it has devalued them to, to even greater degree. It wasn't the greatest back then even, but now, ouch. So when you get any kind of link like that, I, I always evaluate it this way. It's kind of like having um, a whole bunch of toothpicks piled up. Um, ultimately, they're going to they're also ultimately going to reach the reach the roof. But you'd rather have bricks, right? Well, bricks are going to be the big guys. This is where you're going to get a link, a direct link to your website from someone who voluntarily gives it to you. Um, now, Scott, with 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 that kind of link, so let's say reciprocal links. Actually, let's just tie that up right now. Reciprocal links can be done. Um, and, and there's certainly reasons for it. You know, a friend of yours may have a good site, and you have a good site, and you're both talking about Victoria or both talking about island, Vancouver Island-based uh, uh, businesses. No problem. You're talking about separate businesses. There's a reason for it. Just don't expect it to give you a lot of benefit. Um, so there you go. Reciprocal links done. Now, what about building those real, those bricks? Scott, what do you think? Where, what's the best way to do those? <laughs> well, you know, really you want people to voluntarily link to you and and those are the best links you can get and obviously the hardest links. And the first thing you need to do though is make sure your site has a reason for people to link to it. If your site is garbage and or you have very minimal content, nobody's just going to voluntarily link to your website for for nothing in return. It's just not going to happen. So if you have, you know, if you can put up some kind of tools that people um find useful, maybe mortgage calculators or, you know, various SEO tools that check uh, your competition, whatever, you know, having tools or, or valuable content resources, anything of, of big use, you will get people linking to you. Um, you still have to get your business and your website in their eyes so they even know to link to you. Um, but, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the best link you can get. It's free. They're usually permanent. They're one-way links. They're usually relevant. They're the best of the best and, you know, as such, hardest to get. Right. So really, I mean, the holy rail of links is to have a site that's so good that people just give you links. I mean, they're like, wow, this is great. You know, so, and, and ultimately, uh, to get someone like uh, you know, Best of the Web or CNN, you know, go to that level, um, and then they're linking to you saying, hey, these guys are good, and, and they source you in a particular article. or you know, And that's one way of doing it, actually, is getting your name out there to um, reporters and, and, and keeping in contact with your local reporter, perhaps even your national reporters, and Try to get them to understand that you are an expert in your field. You know, introduce yourself, um, explain that you know you're there to help them. You know, if they have a particular article or concept they would like you to write, um, or they need info on, by all means, give that to them. And once they start to think of you as the expert, you're likely to be sourced in articles. You're likely to be called on to do interviews. Um, that kind of link is going to drive you into 
uh, stratosphere for for potential rankings. Um, oh, now, absolutely. That's yeah. I mean, that's a lot of work, right? But. Um, that's the kind of stuff you need to do if you really want to get the kind of uh, uh, competitive ranking potential you need. Um, so what would be the, the next level down, you think, Scott? Like, we're just sort of doing this right off the top of their heads, but what do you think? Well, that kind of flows nicely into writing articles. Um, you know, articles are great if they're well-written, they're topical. Uh, you don't want to just throw something together and put it up just for the sake of having an article. But if you write something that's good, you're you're – well, to start off, you're building content that's valuable that people might link to naturally, but it also gives you an avenue to submit those articles to various uh, aggregators. I mean, easy articles is one that's probably the biggest out there, but there are dozens and dozens of them. And uh, those articles do a few different things. Not only do they help uh, give you some inbound links, you know, assuming you've put links in the article back to your site, uh, so they can help. They can help drive traffic to your website because people read these articles. I, I mean, I've seen. Oh, I'd say dozens, maybe hundreds of times where easing articles comes up number one in a search result for a various phrase. You go, you, you see whatever the, the article is, and there's always a link back to the main site. So people are going to find these articles, potentially, and go back and visit your website. Um, I know for Stepforth, you know, we get published in Site Pro News quite often, and that drives a ton of traffic. Uh, so, you know, it's all about not just links. I mean, you got to think of that as well, but... Uh, what else can these articles do for you? And, and they drive traffic. They they build your reputation up. They help establish you as an industry expert. So, you know, aside from trying to get uh, people to link to you on their own, uh, articles have definitely got to be way up there for a number of reasons. Yeah, and, and, and perfect. And to tie that in, where's the best place to publish an article? Your blog. Now, a blog has an RSS feed. And for those that aren't familiar with that, that's when you see that RSS logo or that looks like a little broadcast symbol. Uh, that's um, that's really um, a great way to subscribe in a way to the, to their actual blog and find out what's happening. And whenever there's something's posted to that person's blog or that that company's blog, your blog reader will be notified and you'll see it. It'll pop up. And it's it's a great way to keep on touch, keep in touch with all the the, the industry experts. And that's what we do. I've got a massive um, Blog, uh, what are those called? Blog locks? No, no. Anyways, blog roll. Thank you. Um, that's my <laughs> mind saying thank you. Uh, so, um, <laughs> blog rolls are very beneficial, uh, and it's a great way to uh, to keep on touch with stuff. But, anyways, the the syndication feed, this RSS feed, is awesome because there are people out there are are, are um, different websites that are looking for syndication feeds to just give themselves free content. So these blog aggregators, they're going around looking at websites, and they're finding um, Stepforth, they're finding Search Engine Guide, they're finding Search Engine Land, they're finding WebmasterRadio.fm, they're finding all these fabulous sites, and they're getting the content off them, and they're reposting it. And it's fine. You know, we're, We've got a syndication feed there for a reason. We want them to do that. And when you're writing these articles, like you said, Scott, you know, Putting in links back to your own site is a good thing. Well, when you're writing these articles, yes, you're writing it for a reason. It's giving people great info. But you also consider that there's a marketing advantage. So when you write them, make sure there's links pointing back to your site in using favorable phrases. So maybe you've got a new page on a new service you're offering. Link to that page with the keyword that that phrase that page is about. You know, it just... I don't know what you got. It's almost exhausting, but everything you do online, you just have to keep thinking marketing, marketing. You, you, you really do. Just you do really do. Yeah. So, um, and, and another thing is, uh, I'm always 
pushing blocks. It's just, actually, I think we should just do a whole other show on that. But <laughs> for now, um, uh, I think uh, using comments and stuff is is, uh, is a great way to go. So uh, let's just take a break right now, and when we come back, we'll, we'll touch more on uh, different ways of building links. Go behind the scenes of SEO 101 with their Facebook fan page. Search for SEO 101 Podcast on Facebook now. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. And what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. The Shoe Money Show. Ring on the bling. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the advertising chat. On webmasterradio.fm. Cranking the cash. Series. And we were just discussing link building. And we're going to continue on that. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. It's a tough one to tackle. You know, paid links, they do have their advantages, that's for sure, but they definitely have big disadvantages. Uh, first of all, Google doesn't like them. I mean, let's start there. They, they may, well, they, they, they like them in terms of they can help you with rankings, but the people at Google don't like them at all. So the, the first thing, you know, if you're going to go that route and you're going to get some paid links, the first thing you want to make sure of is that it doesn't say sponsored links, all that kind of stuff, because if it does, Google will see that. They may know it's a paid link, and... You know, you're well. In, in theory, both the site linking to you and your site can be penalized for doing that paid link swap there. Um, so, you know, Google really doesn't like it, and they're trying to put an end to it. Um, if it's a legitimate paid link, like say a banner ad or some form of advertising, Google wants you to put the rel no follow tag on there. Um, by doing that, the link has no ranking benefits at all for your search rankings. Now, it may still help you with uh, traffic and making sales and all that kind of stuff, but you're going to lose your search engine benefits. Um, so paid links, you really want to be careful where you get them from. Uh, but, you know, I have to say that the biggest downside to paid links is the cost. Uh, you know, you get links most ways, and they're free, you know, aside from your time that you have to invest. These paid links could cost you anywhere from 
five dollars a year to you know a hundred a thousand dollars a month and um you know if you need a thousand links to rank then you know you can't really buy a thousand links because you're going to be paying even at five dollars a a month, which is you know a fairly reasonable price nowadays to buy links at, you might be paying five thousand dollars a month for your links. Well, and that goes on forever. You, you can't just drop out of that. As soon as you do, your your natural search rankings may plummet, and you, you're done. So you really don't want to get in the habit of buying links like crazy because it kind of gets you caught. Um, so you know, I, I kind of say stay away from it. But every now and then, if you see that your competition is buying a link, you can, or at least they have a link, and you find out it's ultimately a paid link from a certain site, and you have an opportunity to get there at a reasonable price, you know, you may want to consider it. Yeah, and you know, there's certain fields that are so competitive that uh, I'm afraid you're doing some of these these tactics that are, are less uh, Google friendly um, will kind of be necessary you know things like casino trying to get marketing for casinos and stuff like that and that's what reason why Steph Wars doesn't even touch him because frankly we know that doing it the full-on white hat if you want to use that term uh, manner is going to be hellish to try and get a top ranking when you're competing against people who are using all these tactics that are you know more nefarious but they do work still so it's very gray area um paid links um but you know we'd be fools to say that they don't work because they do we do know people who do them and they do work um it's just something you got to touch on and be very very careful doing and understand there's going to be a risk involved so you know if you have to do them be very careful but we do not recommend it um so articles um we've already discussed articles but press releases so what do you think here um how do you make press releases work for you so that you can actually get a top rank or not even a top ranking how do you help a press release become a backlink to your site? Well, the first thing you want to do, you know, is make sure you include a link to your website within that press release. Um, most often, they're usually in the signature where it says be a bit of information about the company in the press release. Uh, so you have to have a link in that press release, period. Um, to really make it work for you, you know, you, you want to submit that press release to various aggregators. Uh, PR Web is definitely the biggest out there, but there are others. So make sure you submit it to, uh, I believe there are packages called the SEO package. I can't remember the exact terminology that they use, but doing that will help you get that link. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available on our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Recognized in Google. Their basic packages won't include links, so you want to make sure you get that link. Um, and, and, you know, so write a press release about anything exciting that's happening at your business, a new product launch, or, or maybe you're merging with another company, or you're, you're growing and expanding into new markets. Uh, anything at all that's relevant to your business that's somewhat newsworthy, make sure you get it submitted into a press release. And, uh, you know, you'll help get links from PR Web and from various places that it's aggregated to. You'll get, um, you know, potentially some contact with other news sources. Like you were mentioning earlier, Ross, uh, you know, getting a link on CNN and having re- reporters talk to you as a reputable source. Well, they cite some of their stuff through press releases. So if you have a good press release out there, you may make some of those contacts if uh, 
what's happening to you and your business is, is important enough. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good point. So one of the things that I actually went to a, a web marketing meetup the other day, uh, the Victoria one actually, and I had a person standing sitting there who had actually had a lot of experience writing press releases. And this is within the topic. It's a little bit on outside of it, I suppose. But in this case, she was mentioning that um, you know, if you want to make these press releases, you know, really have a good punch, and, and potentially get you this this great rapport with a reporter, it can't just be about your company. Now, that said, if you're going to be putting out press releases on a regular basis, like I mean, every week, there may be times you just have not no other thing but uh, a great thing about your company or a particular employee getting a uh, award or something. That's fine. But ideally, if you really want to get attention from a reporter, make it about a current news topic and then attribute it back to yourself somehow. So it's not about you necessarily, but how you work with companies that or work with this particular in, um, issue. Let's say the downturn in the economy, uh, how um, you are handling it and how this particular client has benefited from how you've been helping them and, and making it into more of an interest story. Um, that's just something. When you're doing press releases, I think that's it's really an effective strategy. Now, one of the other things, Scott, was when you're doing this kind of press release, uh, I know that I always try to educate the client that, that press releases fall to the bottom of the pile pretty quickly. So when you do a press release, expect it's on the top of this, this great gigantic pile of press releases found online. And and over a course of a week, a couple of weeks, it's going to fall perhaps three-quarters to the bottom, whatever, three-quarters away to the bottom. Um, it's The links from that press release are going to be devalued greatly. So really at the beginning, it's when you have any kind of power. It's, it, you, you're, you're saturating the net with information about your site, about the power you potentially, you, you know, the power of, of your news. But the reason people do these on a regular basis is so that you can keep putting one back on the top. As it goes down, put another one at the top, go down, go down again, and, and it works really, really well that way. Um, so it's a, I think it's a healthy part of a good link-building campaign. So let's see. What else do we, do we need to touch on here, Scott? Um, ah, forums. Um, we, forums and guest books. Let's touch on those two, and then we'll get into Google Webmaster Tools before we run out of time here. This sounds good. So what do you think? Forums, forums and guest books. How can you leverage those? Well, forums are, are one of those things that are widely used by spammers, so you really want to be careful. You don't just go out to every forum post you can find, throw a link up to your site. The moderators are going to delete it, and they're going to, it's going to put out a bad vibe about your website. People are going to see you as a spammer. Uh, the real key is to be an active part of the community. So you find a forum that's highly relevant to your niche or your industry and become a member of it. You know, Contribute, answer people's questions, uh, you know, really be active in that role. And then after you've sort of established yourself as somebody who's a regular in that place, um, if the forum allows you to, add a signature that'll appear at the bottom of your post and maybe just, you know, your name, hi, my name's Scott Van or you wouldn't say hi, I guess, just Scott Van Ack and, you know, senior SEO Stepforth with a link to Stepforth, for example. Um, a very subtle link, but uh, certainly helpful. And, uh, you know, so you, you want to start out with that. Um, you can also post links, of course, in the actual forum posts themselves, and so that can be helpful as well in terms of not just getting the inbound link, but also, uh, where was I going with this? But also driving traffic, because these people that are using these forums are very highly uh, integrated into that industry. These are people that are searching for information on what you're offering, basically, or, or they're contributing to that community. So you can get relevant traffic to your site as well. Um, so, you know, forums can help, but you really want to keep it uh, 
And, and really, I guess that's the same thing as a guest book. You go to a site, you're saying, hello, 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 this is who I am. This is a great conversation. This is what I think about what you just wrote. Voila. It's it's like it's the same thing as a, a blog comment. Um, you know, you get a lot of benefit from that because you are interacting with someone. You're being socially um, uh, interactive online, but you're also providing a, um, a link back to your site by helping people out. So it's a win-win. Uh, well, let's just take a quick break here, and when we get back, we'll touch on uh, Google Webmaster Tools. SEO 101 is now on iTunes. Write us a review and tell us how much you love us. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with Referback.com. They've shown me how to... Referback.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. Referback gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit Referback.com. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today, powered by MaxLock, delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at moniker.com slash MaxLock. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. With myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc., and my guest today, Scott Van Ack. Uh, we're on part two of how to optimize for Google, and we just finished discussing uh, the basics of link building, and now we're going to get into Google Webmaster Tools. Uh, Google mm-hmm. Webmaster Tools is, is a uh, free benefit that Google offers, as with most things, it's free anyway. Um, Google's very good at that. And uh, to use Google Webmaster Tools as a benefit to your site, you have to claim your website. Now, claiming would mean that you would actually um, go to Google Webmaster Tools. And if you don't know where that is, no problem. Just go to Google and type in Webmaster Tools or Google Webmaster Tools, and they'll surely give you a link. Um, Go there, sign in using your Google um, account. If you don't have one, just create one quickly. It's easy. And then claim your website by going through a quick process that proves you are the owner of this website. And you're allowed to see the information that 
in fact, Google knows about your site. And that's the benefit of Google Webmaster Tools. You get to see what Google sees on your site. Now, that's the basic intro. But, Scott, what, 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 what are the juiciest parts of Google Webmaster Tools, in your opinion? Well, the, you know, I have to say, I really wish Google gave more information about competitors. But really, now, you can't look at the links of your competitors. You can do a link check in Google, and you get next to nothing. But at least now, with Webmaster Tools, they've allowed you to go in and see what links... Google knows for your site, so you can at least get an accurate interpretation. And so, you know, within Webmaster Tools, you can go to links and see external links, and you can actually get a good look of what Google is seeing. You can see how many links you have and which pages those links point to each of your internal pages. And click on it, you know, for example, you have your About page. How many people link into that? Well, probably none. But if there are any, it'll show up in your Google Webmaster Tools. Um, and that can just be a great tool for trying to decide and figure out how your link-building campaigns are even coming along. Um, check that before you start, and if you've got 100 links, and then a few months into your link-building, check it again, and now you're at 150, 200, whatever. You can see uh, the progress made there. Um, so that's huge. Uh, you know, and... Uh, I have to go back a step. I guess I probably should have started with this first, but the, the main reason what Google Webmaster Tools started up was really for the XML sitemaps. And, uh, you know, and that's what people use it for most commonly. You, know, you create the XML sitemap for your site, submit it to Google, and in theory, Google will find and spider all pages of your website. So you know, that's probably the most widely used portion of Google Webmaster Tools. Um, so in the, the XML sitemaps, just to just stop you briefly, um, it sounds kind of technical, but really what it is, you can go online, anyone can go online, type in XML sitemap generator, and, and you'll find a free software for sure. And you can download that or, or use it online, an online version, and just run it on your website. You just say, scan my website, and essentially it acts like a spider. It, it will review your website, create a big profile of it, and uh, then tell you uh, actually output a file, which is essentially your sitemap of your site. And in there, you can specify which pages or which sections you'd rather have Google come back more often to index. You're just giving a suggestion. Google doesn't necessarily follow these to the to the to the nines, but it is important to to do this because you get to submit this sitemap to Google and. Google may go, wow, I didn't know that section of your site existed. I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Well, wonderful. This is something you've done now to, to give a faster track into your site. So just wanted to drop that in there. So, Scott, I, I think error checking was one of the ones too, wasn't it? Error checking is great because you often wonder, you know, why does Google index what it indexes? And if you go in and check their error checking, you can actually see, okay, well, I've got – you know, 10 pages that share the same title tag, or I've got a big long list of URLs that cannot be spidered. Uh, Google doesn't, you know, or they're coming up as a 404, for instance, or or you're having, I don't, I don't even know where to start. There are just so many different issues that Google can find with your website, and they will display all of that for you. And uh, it really helps to clean up your website, get rid of your 404s, clean up all your broken links. Uh, there may be cases where you have a link to an external site, and you forget to include the HTTP part in your source code, and so you're getting this weird link to an internal page on your site that obviously doesn't exist. So you can go in and clean up all of that. And when you clean up all these errors, you'll just get better performance out of your website. You'll help Google with your rankings a little bit, but you'll also help your site visitors. And you know that, okay, now my site is clean. People aren't going to come to my site and click on these links and get all these errors. And, and that's great for the, the end user experience on your website. Right, totally. And, and you know, one of the things I like the most about Google Webmaster, well, one of the benefits, first of all, is definitely the error checking. That's 
number one to me. I think that's critical. But one of the cool things is top search queries. I like going to that and just seeing what Google sees as the searches that um, the top 20 queries in which my site appeared on Google. And then on the right side, so that's impressions. How many times have you actually appeared? And then on the right is actually how many um, or which which of the top 20 queries actually had people click, essentially. it's it's They call it the top 20 queries from which users actually reached your site. Um, I find it very interesting. It's, it's, it's a good indication of what Google sees versus what you may see in your own ranking program um, or what you see in your analytics. Um, so uh, I think uh, Google Webmaster Tools definitely has some benefit there. So what, what would you say is next there, Scott? Uh, well, probably one of the first things I do when I create a new Google Webmaster Tools account is set the triple W preference. Um, it's trivial. It takes about, I don't know, 10 seconds to do, and you're done with it. So basically, you go in um, under Tools, and you'll see Set Preferred Domain. And in most cases, you're going to want to click the Include Triple W. Some sites, they may not want the Triple W. Some, you may. I'd say the vast majority of cases, you want Google to include that Triple W. Um, one of the key reasons I recommend that you include that Triple W is because when people link to your site naturally, I mean, this goes back to people just linking to you because they like your stuff, most cases they're going to use that triple W in their source code on their website. And you want your site to match up with those links. Uh, and so I, I say include the triple W. It takes 10 seconds, if not less, and uh, you can move on. But definitely something you need to do. Great. Now, uh, another thing that's inside of, of Google Webmaster Tools, and it's a common question, is, is site links. Um, site links are, are intriguing. It... Essentially, if you are, without a doubt, the most relevant website under a certain phrase, say uh, um, your site is about, um, I always seem to use this one, I guess, but cars, uh, used cars, uh, used cars in Manhattan. There you go. So if they actually have a used car leadership <laughs> in Manhattan, I'm sure they do somewhere. But um, So in this case, uh, you get the top ranking for this. Google looks at your site, knows all the, the links pointed to your site, are essentially saying use Car Manhattan. You've got articles out there. There's a lot of really reputable links going to your website. They're going to give you, potentially, site links. Site links are shown whenever you do a, a search, the number one ranking has, and you'll see below, a whole bunch of links, and it looks like actually a site map. Um, I get constant questions about how do I get that or how did my competitor get that? The fact is they are the only way to get it is to be, without a doubt, the most relevant site. Now, within Google Webmaster Tools, you can actually influence which site links do not show. Unfortunately, you can't, well, I guess by process elimination. elimination, yeah, elimination, you're actually allowing or, or controlling what does show. But essentially, it gives you the suggested links. It's the one Google says, okay, these are the links I think I'll show if you end up getting a site link ranking. And you can block different links you do not want them to see. So I find that quite a quite a benefit because um, uh, you know you may may have a section of your site Google thinks is important that you really don't um, and you know why have that appear where another a link might appear in its place that would be far more beneficial. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my temporarily absent co-host Jennifer Evans Laycock, Director of Social Media at Subject Logic, and my great guest Scott Vanak, thank you for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm.
The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there. Get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the Smart Building Suite.